Right. Season two, episode 15, Thresholds. Um, we need to say that we are currently at Kat's house. With my cat. With your cat, Fenella. Who's currently very interested in what we were doing. Just gonna run around the whole episode. I think she's likely to either fall asleep very shortly or start being too annoying to deal with, in which case I will shut her away. I'm excited. She's so fluffy. She's very fluffy. She's just this giant fluffy black <laughs> cat, for those of you who don't know. She's the fluffy. Anyway, anyway, so, they're doing a transwarp drive test, um... She's fascinated by the movement of the audio readout. <laughs> yeah, she's she's really going to have a lot of fun this episode. Um, right. So <clears throat> Tom Paris um, is like trying to get to warp 10 or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, my vectors, they're they're veering. Tom Paris could could vector veer all over me. <laughs> um, so he um, he breaks up um, and and um, boof, he's on the holodeck. Um, she's gonna start pressing buttons now. I've removed Vanilla the keyboard. It's fine. Is having a wonderful time. She really is. She's just having the time of her life, crawling all over this desk. <laughs> anyway, anyway, Tom Tom Paris is in the holodeck, uh, and Balana is like, just like that, you're dead. <laughs> I am singing harpist and hyperlocal celebrity Sam Hickman, and I'm unlikely voice of reason Cat Deerfield, and this is. <laughs> Talking about Star Trek Voyager, it's Cat and it's Sam. They are two friends. Women talking about Star Trek Voyager. It's time that we start the show. Sam. Um, <clears throat> firstly, it feels like so long since we've recorded an episode. Yeah, it has been a long time. It was well before Christmas. It was like before the election. It Remember was. the election? Yeah, I cut out our conversation about the election. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's was not have the, another one. <laughs> that was for the best. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, wow. Okay, so they're in the mess hall. Um, And they're trying to figure out what's going on. And they're like, it's the pylon again, hon. I think we should just pause for one moment. Yes. And say, because I think if anyone who actually knows anything about Voyager is listening to this, they're going to think, why are they talking about this like this is a normal episode? (laughs) We know that this is widely regarded to be one of the worst episodes of Voyager, if not the entire Star Trek universe. We're going to talk about it. Shockingly, just relax. I loved this episode. <laughs> Sam texts me to say that she loved this episode. I loved it so much. And I am looking forward to finding out what what your thoughts are. We're going to go as if it's a normal episode, though, because I didn't realize it was that episode until the very end. Um, I text Sam and said, I don't know why I'm talking about you in the third person. Because uh, you're talking to our audience. I'm talking to our audience. Um, I text, Hi, everyone. I text you and said... Oh, it's the Lizard Man episode. And you said, what? It's the Transwarp episode. And I said... Yeah, it was like, what yes. are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, because I genuinely blanked out the second half of this. Genuine question. How did you remember this episode and not remember what happens in this episode? I couldn't remember what <laughs> happened in the episode. I was like, oh, it's Tom Paris trying to get to Transwarp. You remembered And then he... I thought the second half was a completely <clears throat> different episode much longer ago. Oh, Okay. Which um, episode? Okay, I thought it was the episode, you know, where they, there's like that black tar and it makes everyone a double or whatever. No. Uh, <laughs> Is that later on? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's Sorry. like much later on. 
Okay. Um, Wait, is that an episode of this, or is that an episode of Next Generation? I think it might be an episode of Next Generation, <laughs> but but it's uh, maybe it's just not. They're on like about. a planet, a black tar planet, and people keep sinking into the black tar. That's Next Generation. Okay, great. Okay. <laughs> No, it's not the one where the black tar is a sentient being. It's the one where the black tar is just like a lake thing on the planet. Oh, I think this is a Voyager episode. And there are people living in a simulation. No, is this fun for everyone? The planet like produces doubles of anything there, and then they get yeah. sent back up to Voyager. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I. This is an episode. Oh, yeah. No, that is an episode of Voyager. And I remember what happens at the end. And it's one of Voyager's many fondly regarded loose ends. <laughs> oh, exciting. Um, like this well, episode, which is one big giant loose end. This episode is, is the best episode of the season. Uh, fight me. I um, wanted to. So just a little, uh, another little meta note is that we um, we recorded, we're recording two episodes today. And we, the episode is coming out next week. Surprise, there's going to be an episode next week um rather than in two weeks no yes that's not what we agreed yes wait are oh is this you agreeing something no we've we've agreed this i'm just i'm i'm explaining it in a confusing way okay oh yeah there you go (laughs) the episode coming out in two weeks there you go i wanted to come um, you can do whatever you want you are also in charge of this (laughs) podcast we just would have to do another recording in between no we don't (laughs) no we don't because I will edit this out, but so if we never edit it, this episode is due to come out a week from Friday. Okay. Um, so the, um, the 17th. Yes. Uh, so this episode is coming out on the 17th. Yes. Period. Uh, I want the bonus episode to come out on the 24th because that's the Uh, one year anniversary, but then we can then resume fortnightly. So we'll, we'll just, we'll just trade weeks basically because then we'll do another episode in two weeks time. So we don't have to do an extra shocking episode. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> anyway. It doesn't impact my life at all. But at the same time, there's a ruler on my screen. Oh. Um, but at the same time, uh, <laughs> it's great that we all got there at once. Okay. We very much did not. Um, so uh, we have a bonus episode coming out next week, uh, which is going to be a big surprise, except I just told you that. But uh, so that episode is obviously coming out after this, but we've already recorded it because I refused to record this episode first for two reasons. One, because we were having lunch between recordings and I thought I would struggle without having eaten first. And two, because I think I'm going to get really angry with you. <laughs> cannot comprehend how you're going to justify your opinion that this is a good episode of Voyager but wow. we're gonna talk about it and we're gonna work through it we're gonna get into a full fight this will be the end <laughs> this of is it. gonna be the last episode of women this talking is just gonna be like Voyager. individual we're gonna start taking episodes each and never <laughs> seeing each other right mine will be recorded on a six-year-old yeah. android phone yours is just gonna be <laughs> on your little walkman <laughs> um right so they're trying to figure out and neelix is like hey maybe i could help yeah because of course he is and balana is like is there any foods hint hint, hint wink wink get out of here yeah, but balana can get her own biscuits yeah is what get, i've written get your own biscuits bitch <laughs> um and then yeah um they're trying to figure out um how to go to infinite velocity what are nacelles i don't know <laughs> they're <laughs> part of the warp drive right? you can say i don't know anyway neelix um or part of the ship neelix tells a very interesting you don't story. come here for science you don't come here for science maps good opinions bad opinions 
Um, you come here for friendship. Yeah, friendship and cats that you can't see yeah. or hear. <laughs> um, anyway, Neelix is like, I once went through a nebula, and it's like, oh, I think the lady doth protest too much. <laughs> Remember that time they all went through a nebula, and Neelix was like, these people, why are they doing this? Oh, yeah, and yeah. it was a dark matter nebula as yeah. well, which sounds real dangerous. Anyway, anyway, um, so Neelix go, goes through, um, and they figure out that from this story that the ship is being torn from the nacelles not the nacelles being torn from the ship and so they're um they're like it's the fuselage fuselage is my favorite type of pasta i'm not gonna lie um (laughs) what's your favorite type of pasta um it's uh elbow macaroni or um angel hair because i'm an american child for forever Forever and ever. Elbow macaroni is now available from Sainsbury's. Did you know that? No, I did not. You want to tilt your microphone slightly more towards you? Just like pivot it. Like, no, like, there you go. I'm just worried it won't pick you up. Okay. It'll I'll, like, I'll edit it. I'll, do I'll a weird it. peripheral. Um, anyway, they do a boardroom presentation. You don't care about elbow macaroni as much as I do, I take it. Uh, not really. Okay. My favorite type of pasta. Um, fuselage. 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 No, what is your favorite type of pasta? Um. Oh, I like the bow ties. Mm. Um, I like just really expensive pasta. Oh, okay. you know, like the one that has like that woman on it who's like it's like it's like IKEA colors, so it's like blue and yellow, and it's like I do not <laughs> di giorno or what, and it's not it's but it's like a D D starting. It's like a like a fancy brand name of pasta okay. because there was a time where I was like, I'm rich, I can buy all pasta. This was five years ago. I was like, I work now, I can <laughs> buy fancy pasta. Um. Yeah, it's uh, truly a blessing. If you are not buying name brand pasta, I am not. <laughs> um, think about it for your next oh, okay. purchase, and it may genuinely change your approach to pasta. Oh, okay. I've always felt a little bit guilty about the fact that I won't buy Tesco value brand pasta because I think it tastes bad, and I think that's maybe true. Maybe it does taste yeah. bad. <laughs> no, you want like fancy pasta. Yeah, no, I, like I've never thought like about a stepping small it up anymore. Italian village printed on the label. <laughs> Okay. It comes in boxes. I oh okay. I I truly have no idea what you're talking about, but I'll keep an eye out. I'll get you some for Christmas. Oh, that's very kind. Um, it's Jane. So Janeway is like, they're they're like, we can do it, hon. And Janeway is like, in the last couple of centuries, we've really been able to use new technology wisely. Yeah. (laughs) Which is a lie for our time now. yeah um but they're just like we can we can do it let's go ahead anyway later on in tom's quarters tom paris is fully just like in a bathrobe (laughs) janeway comes in to seduce paris no and she's like she's like hey hun i think um i think kim needs to needs to do this flight because you have a have a weird an enzymatic imbalance in the cerebellum which means he could get a hemorrhage there's a two percent chance mm-hmm. uh, tom paris is like no no i want all the credit choke <sighs> me daddy <laughs> truly just like uh anyway there's just i i wrote clumsy character development about why tom wants to do something with his life oh it was truly bad i was not here for any of this uh, <laughs> this is the thing awful again i'm sorry to make a little bit of a meta comment but the thing about this episode that bothers me more than anything it's is Tom that Paris episode you no, don't like his sexy face no 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 it's not that you don't it's, wish he was your boyfriend I actually really feel for Robert Duncan McNeil in this episode because I think he does 
does a really good job of acting in this episode, even wow. though it's a bonkers episode. And it's this incredibly weird um, juxtaposition of the truly bizarre like plot of in terms of the science fiction elements and then the like personal development slash character centric aspect of it is just so clumsy and also weird Mm. (laughs) so like i think he does a really good job in this episode i think there's a lot of like good acting in this episode from a lot of people which is more than we deserve in my view (laughs) wow yeah truly but yeah i hated all of this like but i'm supposed to be special and i need to be and i want to do that but i hate myself and it was just like whoa what story is don't tell your children they're special oh i mean that's the moral of every story because this entitled (laughs) white man grew up to be a real monster yeah yeah real piece of shit no i mean that's the moral of every story that's certainly the moral of my story (laughs) don't don't tell your kids they're special it doesn't turn out well um so tom paris gives a passionate speech and then I assume fucks Janeway. He doesn't um, fuck Janeway. No, I'm going to assume that okay. he screws Janeway um, so that, you know, he's going to do it. Damn the 2% and the top 1% and the bottom 98% control 60% of the warp nacelles. <laughs> anyway, so they're doing the test flight. Tom. Oh, yeah. Also, just can I say about that scene that he, he says, everybody at school always said Tom Paris is going to do something important when he grows up. Can you imagine someone saying that about a child? He's going to do something do important. Do you think it was like school school or do you think it was like uni school? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Could have been uni. Yeah. America and all. Although, well. <laughs> Who knows? Um, Let's create our own fantasies about this. What did people say about your future when you were a child? Um, troubled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, uh, well, I did famously grow up as a child prodigy. So did you? I no, I'm okay, going to start with that lie, say. though. <laughs> Truly, I was, my personal I was... goal is to peak by 40. <laughs> so I don't think being a child prodigy would really work in that plan. No, it wouldn't. Um, I was I was going to believe that, though. Yeah. Even though now that it I say sounds... it, it seems unlikely you wouldn't have already told me. <laughs> it also sounds very much like a thing that I would do, given my level of incredible talent. Yeah, it does um, seem likely. And my current, like, I don't know, la vie kind of like joie de vivre that i'm that, that you're I'm, seemingly a natural talent yeah my like my like renegade years where i'm kind of just like on a gap here at the moment i'm really <laughs> just finding myself i'm really like you know you know like child prodigies they like start and they get really famous doing like classical music mm-hmm. and then they like take like 40 years off <laughs> to be like i'm really into jazz <laughs> yes i'm i'm really into electronic and they turn out some really bad music and you're just like oh god okay Okay. Yeah, I feel like that's very yeah. convincing for me. Um anyway, what was what, what what did they say about you as a child? Um uh I one thing that always stands out to me because it's so funny in retrospect Wait, is that should we be more How were you bullied as a child? Oh, no, I was I was no. going to say something what was positive. Your <laughs> what was your thing? Say the positive thing. Um no, I um uh, the vice principal of my elementary school uh, kept talking to me and my parents about how good I was at acting. Ooh. It was just, I, in all seriousness, it was just because I was excessively verbal at a young age. And so oh. I was better at acting than I should have been because I could talk more you could... than other people my age. <laughs> Wait, how old were you? Oh, I mean, I wasn't that young, but I was uh, like nine or ten. Wow. And I, I just was... Um, Chatty. Yeah, I was you also like Cathy. tall. Like, I, I think I just developed early in like 
that those years so I was just a little bit like more on top of it than other people were and better at learning lines and stuff but he yeah. was like you better thank me in your Oscar speech and I do not remember what his name was and I'm very sorry sir <laughs> but also I'm never gonna win an Oscar <laughs> you know what's so stupid what I have been staring at my phone like why am I going cross-eyed and it was because my mic was literally in the middle <laughs> of my face <laughs> I was like Oh, no. I've just moved it, and I'm going to try and get my eyes back to normal. Oh, no. So I was just, like, staring at my microphone in the middle of my face. Anyway. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting much better now. I'm okay. getting much better now. Fanella's here to be my friend. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Tom Paris does the test flight. Because um, Janeway gave in for no reason whatsoever. Uh, well, they fucked. They didn't. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that now, and then you're going to believe me by the end. Um. Anyway, mm. so... um. <laughs> Balana's like exporting shuttlecraft cockring. Um <laughs> and so they like they, they go and they're like transwarp drive engage and he's going and he's going and it's very exciting. Um and then he reaches um warp ten and they're like, Where did he go? Yeah, he disappeared. What happened? Why didn't he just fly in a big loop? How was it not obvious to everyone that this was going to happen? Like, they literally spent the whole first part of the episode being like, when you go to Transwarp, you're at infinite velocity. You can go anywhere in the universe in an instant. And then when he disappears, they're like, he disappeared. <laughs> it's like, of course he did. What's going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I wasn't expecting different results. <laughs> yeah, um, it's truly just wild. I don't, yeah, I don't know why they didn't just do, like, a big loop. Yeah, no, that's a really good point, actually. Because then they could just find just him set again. a trajectory. Or just orbit somewhere. Yeah. Just a big orbit. You Most of space is empty. A big yeah. orbit would have been fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway, so they're like, he's lost in, fa in space. And then he, like, comes back and they're like, phew, we found him. Anyway, so they're like, his life signs are weak. Yeah. So they take him to sick bay. And he's like, really? what's wrong? And he's like, he's just asleep. And then Janeway's like, can you wake him? <laughs> I loved this. <laughs> it was so good. The Dr. Fool comes in sassy Kathy this just, episode. He just leans way in and then just lets it hang. And then he just yells, wake up, Lieutenant. It's so good. It's so, so good. Uh, watch this uh, episode just for that moment. It's yeah. very good. There's and some then, great acting from a lot of people this episode, but I do want to particularly point out the doctor does really quite oh, good work in this he's episode. Just fantastic. He's always wonderful, but I, I, I think love he him is given episode. a lot more this episode than he usually does. Yeah, has. he gets to be funny and emotional in this episode, yeah. and I was here for it. Yeah. Um, I also think that um, uh, Bellana was great in this episode, doing some, some real subtle work with some very, very minimal material. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Tom Paris is like, I was everywhere all at once. And the doctor was like, I'm, well, I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, I um, said um, Tom is the bad wolf, which is a Doctor Who reference that you will not get. I don't understand it. Um, it was an arc in one series of the new I know, I didn't understand it when it was on. Oh, you that watched it? That was a series that I watched. Oh, I didn't know that you watched it. Did not understand what was happening. Rose is the bad wolf. I don't know what that means. Okay. You kind of just have to watch the whole thing again, probably, if you want. But, like, it doesn't matter. I'm so okay. Just, just move on with your life would be my suggestion. Yeah, I don't need those six episodes in it my life. It doesn't necessarily make sense. I'm just going to say that. Like, you didn't necessarily miss anything. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I spent so long being like, I don't I don't understand this. Anyway, Belana comes in. Um, she's worried. And she's like, you brought it back without a scratch. Yeah. Ugh, and, and the, the sensor logs could... 
What? <laughs> the sensor logs confirm that he crossed the transwarp threshold. Sorry, what were you going to say? Oh, the doctor is a sassy Kathy this oh. episode. Um, meanwhile, in engineering, back in engineering, they, um, they're gonna they're taking all of the data off of the the shuttle and into the computer and they're like this is everything <laughs> we can everything. make a star chart stellar cartography stellar cartography will be thrilled my anyway, fave voyager department gets a mention in this episode and uh, i'm excited about it i'm thrilled for them anyway they're truly <laughs> like, the name of my book <laughs> what stellar cartography stellar cartography um yeah so they just got to figure out how to how to drive when they're in trans warp or whatever it's like the that's yeah, like the gag. basically yeah anyway meanwhile um helen the nosy engineering ensign <laughs> is truly just like eavesdropping in with a perplexed butt face mm-hmm. just like lips pursed waiting for the moment to strike <laughs> back in the mess hall they're like going through it tom paris and balana and he's like this coffee smells and and balana's like say smells okay and then he collapses and he's all veiny yeah. just like the guys i like because <laughs> they work out collapsing and veiny <laughs> crush me daddy <laughs> this is disgusting when did i become this <laughs> is this your alter ego marge yes mm-hmm. hello this is marge speaking <laughs> Anyway, so they go to sick bay, and it looks like he's having an allergic reaction to water. Ooh. But he's 70% water. <gasps> Wait, how much water are people? I think 70%. Wow, I wrote 80. Just, just. I feel um, like probably neither of those is right, because it's. I feel like it's one of those things, like, you only use 10% of your brain. That's just, like, fully uh, not true, yeah. but everyone thinks it's true. I don't know. I feel like that one is true. I think that it, it's to do with what using your brain means. Like oh. like a, a large... No, I mean the water thing. I think the water thing might be true. Oh, we are mostly water, I think. Yeah. I don't know, though. Like, that explains why science. I am a jellyfish. You are a jellyfish. Bloop, 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 listeners named Marge. Sam is a jellyfish named Marge. Anyway, Tom Paris We actually is... explain the Marge reference in the next episode, so you're welcome, everyone. If you're not a fan, get on board. Yeah, if, you're not, um, if you don't already know, then you should be listening to Sam's other podcast. If you don't already know, you're not missing out. Um, <laughs> so Tom Paris is fully gasping, and then the doctor is like, we need to change the air. He's having an... He's like, his lungs are changing. His alveoli are changing. Um, and Tom Paris is forever changed and then he's dying and the doctor needs to know everything and Cass <laughs> is there now yeah. um, and he's like fully dying and Tom Paris is like am I going to die and the doctor's like you're too stubborn to die and he's like I can imagine my funeral lots of pretty girls crying and I'm like who yeah seriously uh, what, what's going on and then he fully gives like this full monologue about his childhood <gasps> it is wild space balls i loved it it's so (laughs) stupid he's just like i used to sit in my room and cry and play games and uh read and uh balana won't cry at my funeral she doesn't cry and uh it's such weird stream of consciousness i'm not even sure i lost my virginity in that room and then he dies yeah which, oh, but first he asks Kess to kiss him because yeah. he's a pig to the very end. Oh, nonstop. Um, I just wrote, stop talking about your dad. <laughs> stop talking. He's truly just like, for like a man with this many daddy issues, mm. like 
this is a, this is a queer character that's not allowed to be queer. I, you know, I once again I have to say that I fully agree with your reading, and it has completely changed how I watch the show. Because to the very end, he's still projecting this yeah cis hat mask yeah drag that yeah, he's living yeah. in. Yeah, no, I I really like this reading. Although I'm I'm pretty sure I'm about to violently disagree with you about everything else oh. you have to say. I just want to remind everyone that Sam introduced a reading of this show to me that has changed the way I view it completely. But I think we're about to You're have welcome. a big disagreement. <laughs> there we go. Sorry, I dropped the mouse and everything went bad for a moment. But we're back. We're back. We did it after that short break. <laughs> Let's pretend we had an app break. What would our adverts be for? Do, 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 do. Have you ever thought do, about making a website? Do, do, do. Carly Kloss, is that you? Thanks for coming on our podcast to do our ad. I'm a for Wix. celebrity model. Do, 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 do. Have you ever thought about making a website to sell a product or a, or a thing or yourself? I'm Carly Klaus, international supermodel. And when I'm not talking about Star Trek, I like to fist myself. Um, Wix. And we're back. <laughs> right. So. But it's um, Wix spelled W-I-C-K. Yeah, it's S. the home. It's the home and DIY shop. Yeah, it's or it's um, like like a candle like quick. <laughs> okay, so sorry we 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 interrupted Tom Paris's devastating death scene for that. Yeah, so. Tom Paris dies. Ta da! They like truly put a neural stimulator on him, and then he dies, and it's sad. It is sad. And then the the doctor's like, I know what'll cheer Kes up. Yeah, we got to do an autopsy tomorrow. I have to say though, there is a moment before that where he just does this little gesture where he almost puts like a reassuring hand on her shoulder, mm. and then he stops himself. That was I was genuinely like, oh, that's. Was, this guy's a really good actor, and we're very lucky to have him in this show. We're very lucky to have him. But then he's also so funny in this episode. Uh, mercilessly funny. And then Cass kisses dead Tom, and I roll my eyes forever. <laughs> I don't roll my eyes. They have a forbidden love. They have a forbidden love. They're two fish out of water. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, he's fully radioactive at that point. So. Oh, yeah. He says something Ooh. about being a mutant, a yeah. radioactive mutant. There we go. Um, <laughs> so the doctor is cut to later when the doctor is doing something on his computer <laughs> late at night, as you are ought to do when you're an emergency me- medical hologram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And why he, is he? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and then he's scratching and he's, he's scratching and he's like mice in space. Um, <laughs> and then it, he like truly like rips over the uh, the blanket keeping dead Tom Paris in his little case and uh, Tom Paris is like (gasps) and he's like you're alive and then he fully rips out a piece of hair from the back of his head and goes what's happening to me Um, I this this whole body horror section of this episode is effective and I hate it (laughs) It's very unpleasant. Oh, it's gross. Uh, but it's well done. I have to give them that. I hate body horror, so it's not not for me. But I say that I I certainly like a lot of things that have a lot of body horror in them, like the X Files. But what is uh, body horror? Um, I guess it's like when uh, it's like a horror uh thing when it's about the body. <laughs> so sorry, Sam. <laughs> what? Such a knob. Um, no, it's it's like uh, horror stuff that involves like. So, have you seen The Fly? Yes. 
that's body horror okay got it because it's it's a horror film but it's very much about like oh god my body is changing in a horrible and monstrous way and then it's also like disgusting yeah it's often a metaphor for puberty or uh you know childbirth or like yeah whatever bodily stuff becomes a metaphor for lots of like real human stuff a lot of the time what is this a metaphor for sam (laughs) i don't know Sorry, I was playing with my bum pits. I know you were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we'll have to have a little Meredith and Meredith section at the end where we talk about the fact that Sam Hickman in real life has purchased a bum pit and is wearing it right now. You're welcome. My <laughs> gift to you. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So it turns out he has two organs, two hearts. Yeah. Like me or other aliens. <laughs> um, anyway, meanwhile. Your second heart is in your bum pit. Yeah. Um, they're, um, they're truly just trying to... They're, so there's like... A transmission from that guy Helen, who was on the bridge, yeah. who was in engineering, and he's truly like boo-booping the Kazon, and he's like, "They did it, hun. Mm. They fucking did it. You better watch your back. Can I be on your team, though?" And the Kazon <laughs> is like, "No, <laughs> we can be friends." Uh, anyway, back in sick bay, they're gonna run his DNA test, um, and it turns out he's a hundred percent changing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> welcome to 2016 when we all enjoyed that song. Um, didn't that song come out in 2018? I don't know. It it came out a very long time ago. Oh, okay. And we, thanks to our delightful friend Ammo, were all on the Lizzo train, and now we don't have to worry about her because she's rich. Yeah, she is rich. Ugh, it's nice not having to worry about Lizzo anymore. Yeah, we were really worried for a little time. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah. Yeah. She didn't seem like she was going to do it and she did it. I was introduced to Lizzo by Chris from Hey Mary. Yeah. Many years ago. Car- <laughs> truly Cardiff Gays. Yeah, were yeah. This, anyway, like, honestly, Batches and, and Cookies didn't... was uh, on the playlist for oh. Hey Mary years ago and I was like, I love this and I remember several people I was at that event with saying, "What is this? I hate this." <laughs> you were like, Me. "Jokes on them." <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on them. Your best friends with Lizzo. Um yeah, it's sad that she didn't come to Cardiff when she did that small tour before. Yeah. Never mind. Oh, well. Never mind. Anyway, um, so his DNA is rewriting itself, um, and it looks... And they're, like, truly just, like, what's happening? He l- He's, like, the doctor... Com- the Janeway comes in, and the doctor is, like, okay, he's fully just, like, really going through it. He's... <laughs> going slowly just mad anyway so this is truly the title of this episode should have been called ophelia in sick bay oh because um this is a mad scene if ever i have seen one i i I wrote i'm going to let sam explain this soliloquy if she wants to it's ophelia it's a soliloquy yeah yeah it's an ophelia soliloquy (laughs) amazing just with like flaky skin coming off ophelia doesn't do a soliloquy her that yeah well no no she oh who knows what's a soliloquy who cares she has a song yeah she has a song she has a song um, fun Shakespeare fact. corner with Captain I Sam. saw Hamlet at the National. Did you? And Daniel Craig was in the audience. Ooh. Interesting. Oh, in the audience. <laughs> in the audience. Well, I know. And I was the only person who saw him, and nobody else cared. Oh well. I know. Never have. When was that? Um, it was like, I think it was years ago. Oh, okay. Um, truly years ago. Anyway, anyway. Tom Paris says a lot of things that are um, lyrics and novel titles yeah. that I have thought about, like, 
what I'm becoming will be better than who I was, which <laughs> is the title of my book. Yeah. I will write that as the title of my book. And people will be like, wow, that's beautiful. And I'm like, thank you, Voyager. <laughs> um, it's just a full Hamlet f- fantasy. He's just like having a breakdown and then stops to have a vomit, which is the case of most of my breakdowns. Um, and they're like, oh, no, he loses his tongue. He doesn't vomit. He just pulls his tongue out. Which is wild. It's horrifying. Um, yeah, it's it's incredible. Like, they're like, oh, no, it's moving 12% faster. Um, and John Paris is like, it's all clear now. I am more and I am everything. Yeah, which s- is a lyric that I used in a song that I wrote the other day. Oh, really? Oh, wow. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I said, is this Buddhism? It is Buddhism. Um, also, what this is not is how someone would talk if they had no tongue. <laughs> how they would talk if they had no tongue. Thank you, Sam. That was me trying to talk as if I didn't have a tongue. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I think they probably couldn't really have him talk like he had no tongue because it is television. <laughs> it, it, uh, I feel like he there's was a lot of like, muscles and things in the back that I use. Yeah. Also, I'm so eloquent with my speech and diction. Yes, I had no idea what you said. Just I find it so difficult. Anyway, back in the boardroom, they're like, we got to zip zap zop him. We got to like get him in a warp chamber, mm-hmm. warp him. Um, and that should fix it. And then they're truly like, you have an hour, Balana, go. So at this point, back in engineering, they've devised a chamber to let's do the time warp again, Tom Paris style. Um, <laughs> Tom Paris has become a full lizard in such a brief yeah. period of time. Yeah, yeah. Like truly, there must have been a period of time where they were like, oh, he looks like a thing now yeah like yeah. no one was ever like he stopped being like flaky skin paris <laughs> yeah. to like and started being a lizard in a dressing gown he started being like you know the show dinosaurs the tv yeah. show yeah it's that oh i hated that show it's was, truly like that garbage. i wasn't allowed to watch it because texas yeah yeah <laughs> that's a lie oh really yeah of course my dad's a geophysicist oh. of course i was <laughs> Oh. oh my god anyway um so tom paris fully <laughs> side note that we can cut out a few but i um, always keep it remember that um oh no what have i done oh no what have you done nothing no, it's fine sorry um remember that time that you told me that your dad had sent you 10 kilograms of rocks and i thought that you were making a joke about like oh what could possibly be in this heavy box but 10 kilograms of rocks and so i said so what was really in the box and you were like, like rocks <laughs> All the saddest part is they shipped over these really fine fossils uh, and they broke. Oh, no. I know. Devastating, right? Oh, that is sad. Oh, never mind. Anyway. um, <laughs> It was very sad when you opened it. Well, that is sad. I can't tell if it was my fault or the courier's fault. I'm sure it was the it courier's was fault. very fragile and it did sit in my office for about three months. Well, that doesn't sound like a way it would have broken. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Anyway. Um, Tom Paris fully bang bang bangs and escapes mm. um, and they can't find him no, um, somehow. and so he, like, they're fully like where is he what's going on yeah. and Janeway's like I'm gonna go investigate so Janeway <laughs> wanders around and I genuinely shouted oh no which <laughs> bashed into the lift by Tom Paris I just shouted oh no <laughs> it was scary yeah. um Tom Paris is a full Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle lizard <laughs> like he truly like yeah um so he 
drags Janeway. He knocks her unconscious and drags her. This is Frankenstein, but make it Tom Paris, which is, you know, gay. gay. (laughs) As previously discussed, gay. Yeah. Um, So, like, truly, he, like, drags Janeway on, onto a onto a space shuttle and then they like warp out of there and they're truly like everyone's trying to keep up mm. and then they're like oh no where are they and then they go to transwarp um, Chakotay does a voiceover and he's like we can't find them wait no they're on a distant planet <laughs> um, we couldn't find them except that we could yeah there we are Mike um, didn't write down what he said. Um, and they have dragged him down, is what I have said, but they tracked him down. Oh, yeah. They tracked down the space shuttle. Anyway, um, so they they go to sick bay, and, and the doctor's like, Tom Paris has been evolving, which, like, shocker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and this is the point where I realized it was the episode with the slugs. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that took you a while. Oh, I'm surprised this wasn't burned into your memory in the same me way that it was in mine. Fully until the 40-minute mark to be like, <laughs> oh. Okay, so um, they go down to the planet. Turns out they're catfish, but with legs. Yes. Um, and they had babies gas so Chakotay and the gang beam down and they find them <laughs> and, and they're, they're just like, like lying on the ground going click 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 and then they like look at them and they go and then they just shoot them yeah and then their babies just like horribly slither away into the water never to be seen again wow yeah um yeah truly truly just like wild um Tuvok is like uh Chakotay is like this is gonna be a hard one to write down and then Tuvok just goes I look forward to reading it yeah (laughs) just a sassy (laughs) Kathy yeah Chakotay is fully leaving these random creatures into a strange habitat to like ruin yeah. the ecosystem. Yeah. yeah. Like this is how like uh this is how we got gray squirrels and pigeons. Yes. Like yeah. uh, wild. I didn't know the pigeons too. No, wait, no, it's pigeons somewhere oh, sparrows. else. Sparrows. Sparrows in the Americas. Yes. Yeah. It, it is how sparrows in the Americas are an invasive species in the same way that gray squirrels are in Britain. There you go. What are other invasive species? Oh, there's like lots of ladybirds. That are invasive species. Oh, really? Here. I didn't yeah. know that. There's like one. They look like identical to the other ones, but one of them is like invasive. Oh, but they tell really? you not to kill them because they're like so similar. Oh wow. Um, what else are invasive species here? Oh, um, snails. The snails are invasive. The the big ones that we get here. Interesting. Um. Yeah. You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Anyway, back in um, that. Back in on sick bay, everyone has reverted back to their normal self, and Janeway is a full fucking gag. She comes up to this boy and she's like, "I hadn't thought about having children before." No, she said she had thought about having. She says, "I thought about having children, but not with you." <laughs> <laughs> Truly, are they those Ugh. slithery things going to grow up to have daddy issues too? Yes. <laughs> It's it's incredible. Like truly, they done cat fucked while they were catfish, um, <laughs> and it's okay because um, Tom Paris is handsome again, so it doesn't matter. Um, anyway, anyway, anyway. So truly, 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 Janeway is just like 
having the tea of her L, like the time yeah, she of her is having fun with this goddamn life. I screamed. I was having a blast. Anyway, Tom Paris could slap me during sex without warning, and it'd be okay. Um, <laughs> Janeway is like, "Hey, so you've done good," and Paris is like. I should really learn to love myself before I love somebody else. It turns out the trans warp was inside Tom all along. Yeah. <laughs> or something. 2020, what are you working on? Oh, gosh. Um, uh, Yiddish, as we were discussing during the break. Yeah. What am I working on? What are on? you working on? I'm going to figure out this goddamn acid reflux situation. Mm. Because, like, literally, I feel like it will have to boil down to, like, six months of me eating a lot of teeny tiny meals throughout the day because like I like I'll eat a sandwich and then I'll be like I am going to throw up Mm. like I don't it's it's wild I think I just have a very like acidic stomach Mm. that just runs rampant Mm. um anyway anyway so that is the end of the episode um what a goop what a gag I loved it why because i love trash okay okay. because i love like watching something that seems so on track just go right off the rails yeah just i love it it's like because it's 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 a story about like him going to trans warp and then whoever took over from the second half was insane like whoever took over from like the part where he starts malting was like (laughs) Like, cause there's, there's, there is a universe in which Tom Paris does this and then they figure out how to do it and then they get him back to normal and it's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> or there is a, there is a, there's a version of this where, I don't know, trans warp beings come down and tell them not to trans warp anymore. Mm. And that's fine. A, an episode wherein the, Tom Paris turns into a lizard kidnaps the captain mates with the captain and then has alien slug babies with the captain and then is brought back magically to normal wild yeah wild um i will say this um i think they fucked previously um yeah you did introduce that earlier yeah i think i think janeway went in there and was seduced by not only his uh commanding speech but also his penis (laughs) <laughs> and that explains why she had babies so quick no that i i think that's oh actually you make a really good point there how did that thank happen? you oh my god there's so many fucking holes in this thank episode. you because they went to like trans space so if they already had sex and then she was like you know what i'm gonna do whatever it is that they do oh, in space like okay. i don't know like like um space morning after trek morning after yeah uh fleet morning after um but like it was like the next day yeah like and then she went in the thing i mean i'm gonna start this headcanon that um (laughs) janeway is fucking her way around the ship and i am all for that good for her yeah okay i don't know what were what were your thoughts did you not love this episode no i really hate this episode oh my god i loved it everyone hates this episode except you um (laughs) because i love garbage i get i mean i at least you at least you are willing to acknowledge that it's garbage because you sent me a text that said this is the greatest episode of voyager ever it is it's high camp very angry (laughs) it's like it's better than the ones where they're like the children's book in the holodeck remember that one 
Oh, God, where it's like, barely. Yeah, it's just, like, bad. And everyone's yeah. in, like, blue costumes or whatever. And it's better, like, because there's, like, two types of a Star Trek episode, I think, for Voyager. There's, like, high camp fantasy that is just garbage nonsense yeah. that I love. It usually takes place in the holodeck. Usually has, yeah. like fanciful costumes yeah something convoluted has to happen and there yeah. you are and there's also like serious like like ones yeah. that showcase like everyone's talent and ability to act and all that where it involves Janeway having to like defend the whole crew by just holding her nerve and that sort of thing yeah I feel like I feel like of the two I much prefer the stupid ones because yeah. I love stupid nonsense because I live a hard life. I work two full days a week, most weeks, and it's exhausting. <laughs> oh my God. It's exhausting. You don't work two full days a week, most weeks. Uh, yeah, it's my, usually one, isn't it? <laughs> anyway. Um, Sometimes okay. it's three. Yeah, yeah. So no, it's never full days. No. You've, I work maybe eight hours a no, week. No, but then sometimes you do have like 18 hour days because you have like three gigs that you have to drive between. So, yeah. You know. My life is hard, you and you. Yeah. Um, so science fiction in general is not enough of an escape from you for you is what I'm getting from this one. Not a Which, serious you know, one. I can understand that. Um, I just like a cuckoo's banana episode every now and again. One that doesn't yeah. involve an alien race enslaving an oh indigenous population of a planet or whatever. So that's something nice I to have a break to, yeah that's something i wanted to mention um darren mooney of the movie blog uh wrote uh, 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 i i would say a very good although i disagree with some of the things he says <gasps> what did very he good say article. no he so he he wrote something about this episode where he um he basically challenges the idea that is widely held that this is the worst episode of voyager um because for for a couple of reasons, one being that he points out that there were a lot of very racist episodes in this season, and yeah. that this this episode isn't yeah, racist. <laughs> so there's that. Did he not see the other episodes? No, that's what he's yeah getting at. Like the yeah. like the the episode immediately before this, we didn't really get into this when we talked about it, but it well we did. Which episode was that? It's it's the one where we find we we find out that the Kazon were enslaved by the oh yeah yeah uh, trade um, the trade which is. That that episode is really problematic, and I think it's try it's doing the very '90s thing of trying to be, well, it's the very it's not just the '90s, it's trying to be anti-racist, but no. doesn't really do a very good job of that. No. So um, so I just wanted to kind of give a nod to that because I read that article and it was quite helpful to me and kind of solidifying how I felt about thresholds because I think he's right this isn't the worst episode of Voyager. No. My personal pick for the worst episode of Voyager is Retrospect. The um. The Seven of Nine centric <gasps> oh, episode. God. Awful. I have been saying since the beginning of us doing this podcast that we should just skip that episode. We are. Yeah, we're skipping that episode. We're doing we're doing a, a special episode of Fast and the Furious. Great. We're gonna watch um the untitled female driven Fast and the Furious. <laughs> yes. Because oh, it'll probably be out it by will then. Be out by then. Oh, I wonder and if it's it'll got probably, a title. People will have watched it. <laughs> yeah. Where were we going with this conversation? Oh, yeah. So um, another thing that Darren Mooney basically gets to one of his points in that article, which I think is a very good point, is that a lot of the things that people dislike about this episode are actually problems with Voyager more broadly. And I'm a big defender of Voyager, but he's right. You're a Voyager apologist. I'm, I don't know if I'd say that, <laughs> but <laughs> maybe I am. Um, but yeah, the the things about there are a lot of loose ends in this episode, some very troubling, like the oh. lizard babies just being left on a planet. Truly. Um, crazy. Are they going to die? They don't have parents now. Anyway, well, whatever. do they have any natural predators? 
who knows? Who like, knows? Are they going to take over this planet? Yeah. Also, are they also going to turn into humans? Yeah, I mean, what? How does any of this work? We don't know. Oh, it's just so there's so many loose ends. I do think there's a frustrating level of loose ends in this episode that we don't get in most episodes of Voyager. Um, also, the science is just pure nonsense. Instead of being like science fiction nonsense, it's just nonsense, just which I garbage. find very irritating. But also, that is something that happens. Uh, uh, something that that he points out that I somewhat agree with is that. Voyager does love introducing things that then never get picked up, even though they're huge changes to the Star Trek universe, which is why a lot of things are kind of, I think that this episode is like arguably not in canon because there have been references later on to Warp 10 never having been achieved. So I think that some Star Trek writers at least have decided that this episode isn't canon. (laughs) Um, And I know that there's like, that a lot of people involved in this episode have said that they weren't very happy with how it turned out and stuff. So, but all of that aside, I do think he's right that a lot of the things that are problematic do uh, happen in other episodes. And the I'm certainly in agreement with him that the bigger problem in this season is the weird racism, which it, it's not just this season, but that everything with the Kazon is very problematic. And then um, Tattoo is a very problematic episode as well. And yeah. And it's, but yeah, it's, so it's, uh, there are a lot of, I guess it, it's interesting to me that so much hatred has been focused on this episode when there are so many episodes that have real, like, social justice implications that are yeah. very problematic. Um, I think people find it easier to be like, yeah, fuck that episode where some weird shit happened. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sorry. You want to do some segments? Yeah. <laughs> Wigs. Got to clap and be like wigs. Okay. Um, Tom Paris skin bits was gross, but um, good. They they they. It was done well. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his nightwear made me laugh a little bit. Oh, that was hilarious. All the sick bay Luke's the the big oh the yeah. big blue tunics for some reason. Love them. Every time they bring them out, I'm like yes, bitch. <laughs> um, my oh wait, I literally just thought of it, and now I I'm done. Now I'm done. Now I'm done. Wait, what? No <laughs> comment. Oh, what did you think of the alien, the 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 catfish aliens? I mean, they they were fine actually. They were fine. They looking. were fine. None of it looks particularly bad, except no. for lizard Paris. Full lizard Paris. You're like, what is happening <laughs> yeah, here? Is this a carp? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, yeah, there should have been a point at which they were like oh, you know what? This is a person. That's yeah. too much of a person. There was just a weird, yeah, the, the stages that they represented were strange. <laughs> it's just like Paris with some skin falling off, a walking fish, and then a catfish lizard thing. Like, it's just weird. It's, the it's inevitable not... progression of man. Well, yeah. Also, what the fuck? Come on. That doesn't make any sense. Also, did Janeway have to go through the whole, like, becoming an alien thing? Yeah. I, well, like, how does any of this make any sense? What happened to all of their stuff? Oh, yeah. They had a lot of stuff on them. <laughs> well, she left her phaser on the ship. So. Well, there we go. Um, Yeah, just uh, this episode. Um, it's wild. I loved it. Wild. Um, What were, uh, on the subject of wigs, what were Meredith and Meredith up to in this episode? Okay. Meredith bought a, ju- bought a bumpet. Yeah. She's thrilled about it. Oh, I should say, um, after we talked about bumpets before, <laughs> Rob said to me, you were talking about something when you were talking about Meredith and Meredith. Um, 
that Meredith bought some what what was, is, was wearing something or said what what was the word that you were saying? <laughs> so for those who aren't aware, a bump it is a thing that goes in your hair to make it tall. You probably pieced that together, but there's the, a weird. I think it's like bump its. Oh, bump it! I was I did some I did some research <laughs> because I was like, where can I buy one? Firstly, yeah, can I buy an off-brand one that <laughs> is a third of the price? Turns out, they're all about the same price. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Shocking. <laughs> um, um, well, just just for the, the just for clarity's sake, uh, the words we are saying are bump, as in hip bump, and it, <laughs> <laughs> as in the scary clown. Yeah. <laughs> bump it you know you just bump it up a little bit yeah anyway i gotta say your hair looks really good thank you it looks really good <laughs> wearing a bump it <laughs> i gotta next time you come around to mine you can also put one in we can be yeah bump it well in, in the interim you've decided that i do have enough hair to wear a bump it <laughs> yeah well i, I bought about I various sizes <laughs> i have too much money now i really want to cut my hair though, by, so it might happen before and by too much money i mean three pounds to spend on bump it's uh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, what an adventure. The life, the lap of luxury. The lap of luxury. Yeah, so uh, Meredith replicated herself a bump it. Thrilled with the results. <laughs> Thrilled. Ugh, she's never... The higher the god, the closer to hair. You know? <laughs> anyway, what did what did other Meredith do? How were her acrylics this week? Um... So at the end of the, after the action of this episode, she went to see Tuvok in his office. I assume he has an office. Yes. So it's, um, you know, when, when we had the stage three security alert, uh, we were told to all report to our stations, but I'm just, I'm just not clear how that affects those of us in accounts receivable. Can you, <laughs> can you elaborate on what we should be doing in an emergency situation? And he says, yeah, yeah, just, just go report to your post. It's very important that we have you at your desk in any kind of security situation. And she, she leaves feeling like a sense of uh, being valued and being an important part of the crew, but he just wants her out of the way. <laughs> and that's canon. <laughs> right. Um, what was the nebula in this episode? Stay out of the nebula. nebula. Uh, the nebula is the inevitable decline of man. Wait, no, Indeed. the nebula is Tom Paris losing his virginity in his bedroom because who did he lose it to? Oh. <laughs> was it you? Me, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> I took it, I seized it. <laughs> by, by a tactical show. <laughs> you know, in some species, it's a female that initiates sexual activity. Whatever she says. I loved it. it was, I didn't enjoy that at all. Because she obviously <laughs> fucked him beforehand and then everyone found out about it. That's like the inevitable. No. How long do catfish take to poop out babies? I don't know. <laughs> How long do catfish take to poop out babies? I'm going to Google this. Oh, don't Google that. How long were they on the thing? Like two weeks? Two, three days. Three, three days? It was three days. But they were at Transwarp, so the time may have been funny. I don't know. How does time work? Catfish babies. Wait. Um. Oh goodness. I'm gonna go for catfish. I, they don't. They lay eggs. Wait. They wouldn't have fucked. They just lay eggs. 
Well, they're not catfish, are they? They're um, they're a future stage of human evolution, which for some reason looks like a lizard, which uh, doesn't make any sense. Oh, is catfish safe during pregnancy? <laughs> but they okay. Wow, what this is just not giving me any. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put in that um, they uh they fucked during the um. During the um, during the talk they had, and uh, yeah, that's that's how that came about. So here we are. So here we are. <laughs> what do you rate this episode? Um, I don't know. Come back to me. Well, I'm refusing to rate this episode because I don't oh. want to enter into the worldwide <laughs> decades long conversation about this being the worst episode ever of Voyager. Because I, although I disliked this episode very strongly, I, I just feel like there's nothing I can, there's no rating I can assign to it that doesn't take a side in something I'm not prepared to take a side. You know what? No, that's not true. I hate this episode. But go on. You know what? I'm going to give this <laughs> nine out of 10 bump its. Because this was incredibly enjoyable to watch. Oh it my was god! Wild. Who are you? <laughs> just I love something. I just I love it when like something like especially Star Trek, Star Trek Voyager. Like sometimes the show is very slick and it's yeah very good at telling stories yeah. and it's very good at like like making you feel something and it's really good at like tension and like like it's smart. Yeah. And sometimes it's very much not. <laughs> sometimes you can see it go off the rails. And yeah. I loved it. This went through like a full loop-de-loop and then shot through someone's window. <laughs> like, this was wild. And I loved it. I loved every minute of it. <laughs> I loved it so much. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm like, giving this episode... 0.5 out of 5 wow uh, cups I of coffee I cannot believe you did not enjoy it I like at least enjoy it you the, know listening to you talk about what you liked journey. about it I don't know why I hate it so much because those are the things that I generally like in Star Trek but I, I just hate this episode it's just camp fantasy I think I don't like it because it's gross because it's a Tom Paris episode I don't think prejudice. that is why I don't like it because I think he I think he does a really good job of his episodes. He lost his virginity in that room. I mean, so many people lose their virginity in their childhood bedrooms. Why is that an interesting thing? I, I mean, I didn't, but like, <laughs> if we're just like so many people and we're like, not us. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Not us, but someone else. I mean, Fenella might have. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she's been very well behaved. Yeah, I just want to say she's been sleeping next nap. to us most of this time. Um, very proud of her. Wow. Where did you lose your virginity? Don't say on mic. It'll be embarrassing for everyone. It's, I mean, it's, there's it, in an apartment in Long Beach. It's wow. something interesting about that. That's exciting. Well, not if, not, it's not because I lived there for four Wait, years. Ask me. Where did you lose your virginity? Somebody Sam? else's childhood bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> was the person whose childhood bedroom that was there for that? I refuse to comment. <laughs> It's someone else's childhood bedroom. <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> I like to keep the mystery alive. Well, this, this has is been an episode of 
women talking about Star Trek Voyager. Join us next week for a special bonus episode Ooh. of us talking nonsense for yep. 90 minutes. It's not 90 minutes long. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Let's stay out of the nebula. Ooh. Sassy laser beam. Yeah. I farted. They say in space no one can hear you scream. The star bleeds one hell of a place. And now we've come to the end of our show. Did you survive or will you die in disgrace?